episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Beautiful. All right. Ready? We ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, do we have a pre-roll? Yes. No, we don't. Oh, we don't? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. All righty. Well, hello, broads. Hello, How broads. are you doing today, broads? I just realized, Becca, that my arm is covered in stickers and that you have I stickers saw it. on your Yeah, shirt. I have just one, but I, I locked we, up. That was pretty cute. I noticed the puffy ones on your arm, though. I was we, like, that's uh, kind of a look. I forgot about that I have a sticker sleeve right now. We walked by Ember before we were recording, and she covered us in stickers. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, a, I'm kind of afraid. This one, actually, she gave with, uh, with um, what do you call a it? A stipulation. It was like she was hesitant. Yes. You know? she, she, was like, she asked you what your preference of sticker was and you told her and I think she was hoping <laughs> to keep that sticker. <laughs> she was like, what do you guys want? The butterfly or the chicken? I was like, I'll take the butterfly, please. And she was like... And she literally saw, just stood there and was just like, mm, she was like, <laughs> wrong answer, bitch. <laughs> she was, and then she goes like, but I want them. And I was like, oh, then just hypothetically, like what I would want is the butterfly. And then she was like, here you go. <laughs> she was just like, She's like trying so like, best oh. to learn to share. And she's just like shaking, giving you the butterfly. Still gripping it as I'm trying to take it out of her hands. Her just, little white, her <laughs> fingers are all white holding it. But now I'm too scared to take these stickers off because I'm scared they're going to rip the hair out of my arms. Mm. I'm very afraid wax of on, wax off. Band-Aid pulling off. One it's of my like wax. Ugh. I just, yeah. it's just the thing to me. It just freaks me out. So now guess what, Broads? If you're watching this, I'm going to have a full sticker arm. Do you get waxed? No. Uh, not normally, no. Uh, no, no. I've gotten waxed a few times when I um would go to do my my girl who used to do my eyelashes, and she would make comments about my mustache, mm. and then I would feel self conscious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How getting, do you say self conscious? You say self conscious, <laughs> and I would end up getting very self conscious, and I would end up waxing it. Um, and I was not a fan of doing that, and I would, and now I just don't. What about like bikini? I'm a shaver. Legs? I've gotten waxed legs? one time in the bikini region. Legs? I've never waxed my legs. I used to get everything waxed. Really? Like Ouch. I'm talking everything. I did the one, the bikini the one time and I was like, this is not comfy. Oh, I still do that every month. Do you? <gasps> do you just get a trim? Um, what you know, shape it just are depends. you currently and I always at. go in and out. I used to always like not you know, like a few years ago, I was like not shaving, not waxing anything. And then I was and then I went back to just doing bikini wax, you know, mm-hmm. like bikini. And then sometimes now I do Brazilian. Sometimes most of the time I'll do just like a V. I like the V. It's cute. I like the V. I like the landing strip, but I tend to like the V the most aesthetic aesthetically. Yeah, because it's like you kind of got like a little bit of natural vibe. But then it's like practically speaking, you're just fully smooth. But anyway, I do like a bush that like I like a... Um, a bush that's just kind of like trimmed. Mm. But I just, I've never been able, I've talked to you about this before. I try to grow it out and then I get so itchy that I end up just shaving it. So I like the way it looks. When I see it, I'm like, I like this, I like this. And then I try and I just get mighty itchy. I used to literally get my stomach waxed, my armpits waxed, my arms waxed, my legs waxed. This is why I like had to go on a little self-love journey. (gasps) I used to get like basically everything from the neck down waxed. I don't mind it though. It doesn't bother me. It kind of hurts. You know what I hate? What? Getting my eyebrows threaded Ooh, that hurts so bad and like i said i'm someone who used to get yeah, but everything that hurts. waxed that hurts the feeling of the little the little 
it's like uh-uh. it makes my eyes water it makes my nose feel like i'm gonna sneeze it's just i'm clenching my jaw so hard my <laughs> yeah. tmj is quaking <laughs> your tmj is i just i can barely make it through yeah yeah yeah. getting your upper lip threaded is i've never gotten it threaded before the worst pain <laughs> i never got it threaded it's the worst it's the worst it makes my skin crawl thinking about it uh my eyebrow threading girls are fairly close where i can where i can go get my eyebrows threaded so i go all the time and just like so you have luscious brows i um the brows aren't so much of an issue for me now because my my alopecia oh man there is a large chunk gone out of one of my eyebrows Mm. right now it's unfortunate You you don't get them underneath at all I get a couple, mm. but instead of um, tweezing them, I normally celebrate their growth. Yeah. So I'm just like, are you aesthetic aesthetically in a place where you technically would be if I'd be going and getting my eyebrows threaded? No, they would remove you. Right. But for me, I celebrate you. You were like, <laughs> we are having a Cara Delevingne moment. Yes, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, good. I go to get my eyebrows done. Brooke Shields and I'm too? just like, can you believe how thick my eyebrows are they're just like uh and i'm like i had these extra three grow in right here come on no i've had some major patchiness going on and i really want to get my eyebrows microbladed i don't know why i haven't done that yet i mean it's risky business i gotta say not really i got mine done but because yours look so good thanks but you know the healing process yeah so i'm a little is a nightmare like you're they you have you have to keep like the cream on them and then they're all like if you have even the tiniest bit of like brown pigment, they're like bright red almost. Yeah. You don't need, you, actually, you don't need red, any brown pigment though. I, if I were you, I would do like what you fill them in with, like an ashy gray, yeah. black. But then it's like, yeah, I don't know. I get, ner- I, I'm, I'm a little nervous Find about someone it. someone with just a million good reviews on Yelp. Yeah, I've been looking at some really good people and I was thinking what I would do is that the day that I get my, um, it, as a celebration for getting my first vaccine dose, that I would get, uh, start microblading is like a celebration of like i'm getting vaxxed up my eyebrows are getting ready to start going out again but then i was like but then i i started uh reading things and i was like maybe what if my body's like trying to heal two things at Mm. once maybe i should wait true because it's like a tattoo i'm gonna get it then at least i gotta get it after the vaccine just to celebrate the future going out how's the alopecia doing um the alopecia is actually like on a on a decent pause right now it's on a decent pause Honestly, your hair, well, you're just good at styling your hair. Thank like, you. Your hair always looks very luscious. Thank you, my dear. It's um this p- product that I also put in to fill in any like bald mm. spots that I found that's fantastic. Drop it. But um, I, the, 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 the name, oh, Topics. Topics. Mm. I get it. Topics in black and it's just a little powder and it's like little hair powders. But let me tell you, first time you take a shower, you wash that out. Horrifying. I've gone to get my <laughs> hair cut before and I've had it in. And the stylist, as they were washing my hair, literally gasped out loud and was like, your hair. And they couldn't help it. And I felt really like I felt bad. They were like, oh, sorry, your hair just it's it's just it's just kind of dirty. And I was like, that's that's uh, the granules to cover up my bald spots. (laughs) And then they're like, your hair, it's so patchy. Just the worst person. They were like, they were really trying. They literally had a reaction because it shocked them because it's just like. Just I'm surprised they don't like know coming out. what that is. You know, we live in LA and like nobody doesn't have perfect hair. So okay. they're just like, no, I think, I mean, I've, I haven't had, I haven't gone to many hairstylists mm. that are like, oh yeah, I have a lot of clients oh. that I don't know. But 
it goes through phases. So a couple months ago, it was dumping. <sighs> like it was like anytime I would run my hands through my hair, it'd be like 15 pieces stuck in my fingers. And then I'm like, oh gosh. And that's why I cut it short um, again recently because it was like it had just kind of done a dumping session and now it stopped. So I'm like letting it. And I was about to grow my hair out. I was like, I think I want to grow it out and do like kind of like a tight euro bob or something i know i actually was looking on your instagram recently and saw the the old when you had the ball like right when we started the podcast kind of it's pretty cute i love it i love it and i love I, this hair too thanks i I just miss sometimes being having something to flick occasionally when i feel a little sassy but i have like the and alopecia you, have, like, you know like a little yes 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 a little like curl around like the ears oof oof but i am um, with the alopecia i have uh a form that like it's which i'm so grateful for like it typically will grow back oh so it is is sometimes stress induced hormonally induced um so it's like not like you permanently lose patches no it, it'll grow back which i'm oh. very grateful for but um it just comes in waves you know Jeez. so it just happens it's like sometimes it just falls out a ton and sometimes it doesn't and but it's typically like every three months i have it a big dumping session and i'm like blessings <laughs> thank you alopecia gods it's just like instead of dandruff it's just hair on the shoulders but anyway, i'm sorry you go through that i'm glad you're on the you're on a good swing right now well thank you i appreciate it it's it actually has been is one of those things that it's like it sounds like silly to talk about but like it was such an insecurity like i completely understand that i was that. like oh my gosh because at first i thought it was just because of like because it started post-pregnancy and it just hasn't gone away there's a yeah. chance that eventually it might just fully go away but i was seeing all these different doctors about it and like nothing was making it you know stop and i, I was just like you didn't realize how much the hair was like part of like styling something and like i like to change my style up and feel different sometimes and my hair would help me do that 100 percent. that's how that's my relationship to my but hair for you sure. are one of the people who made me feel like really empowered to be able to chop it off because i remember meeting you and i was like i've always wanted like you never hair. had it before Shut i never up. had no oh i didn't know that and i met you and i was like she looks so stinking cute and it looked so and so then i was like I, it inspired me to chop it and it's been literally like it's so empowering and life-changing I to thought have you were a hair. pixie veteran. No. Straight up. You act like a pixie veteran. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I thought you had been around the block. No, I had never chopped it. <gasps> wow, that's the, cool. When you met me, that was the shortest it had ever been when it was like a bob. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, Inspiration I think, station. I think because I was uh, trying so hard, desperately to be different in high school. I first got, did a pixie when I was like 15. Wow. So I've had pixie people are always like, oh, do you think we'll cut it again? And I'm like, definitely. It is the best. It's so it is so fun. It's so fun. The, like you miss it. You miss the long hair yeah. sometimes. Like I miss the styles. Yeah. I also miss this. I miss putting it up in a messy bun and just being like, I'm just being lazy right now mm -hmm. and wearing a big T-shirt. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not the same with a pixie. No, no. You kind of have to style it a little more mm -hmm. and you sometimes feel like. Yeah. I always felt weird if I styled it and didn't have makeup and like was wearing like yeah slouchy clothes you know what it has has been empowering me lately though is like i won't wear typically now i don't wear like any makeup when we're not recording mm -hmm. and i'll wear my like like i'll wear some like baggy clothes and have like you know m but i'll have my hair a little styled and i just have like major fuck boy energy 
I and think I kind of live for the fuck boy energy. I think that's great. <laughs> Makes me feel kind of just like, shit. <laughs> you're going to pick up Ember. You may like, steal your girl. I don't know. Did what you, do you ever think? watch United States of Terra? No. Jess, you've got... Okay, I know <laughs> you would love this show. It's with... with um. What's the actress from... um? What's her face? Tara. Uh, who was always kind of struggle city. Um, what was her name? Tara around Paris Hilton times. What? Who am I thinking of? Maybe. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm talking about the girl who was... <laughs> she was always intoxicated at parties. Oh, at no. celebrity parties. Oh. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. You know, no. Oh, no. This isn't a reality TV show. I'm thinking of Tara Reid. <laughs> oh, no. Um, You know, the the really, really scary movie. I could look it up right now, but then I'm pe- doing it. I'm oh, doing fuck, it. Okay, fine. Um, United States of Tara is. Oh, Tony Collette. Yes. <gasps> Love her. From my hereditary. Queen. Oh, yeah. My that's what gosh. I was trying to, I was trying okay. to conjure up the name for you. Oh, she's so good. Okay. And the dad, the guy who plays her husband. Look yes. him up. He's yes. so zaddy. Oh, yeah, John Corbet or Corbett, who's from he's in Sex in the City. He's so hot in he's this show. Such a daddy. You will he's so hot in this show. And then also the other who the kids who the people who play our kids are now huge. Brie um, Larson. Oh Brie my Larson. gosh. This is like before the two of them were big. And then the the son is um Pure Gilcrest. He's like he's I don't know if I know him, but well, Brie Larson. Holy smokes. Anyway, yeah. So it's an amazing cast, and the whole show is about the mom dealing with multiple personality disorder. But she goes into per- when she goes into personalities, she has like it's it's just a really good show. And it's like heartwarming about a family who loves their mom who's oh. struggling. But she has like a character where she plays Buck, who is like this like Southern, like, like right wing gun toting truck <laughs> driver and like who like smokes cigarettes inside and is like, fuck you. And, and like, oh, my God. And so when there's this one scene where her daughter is like getting pushed around by her boyfriend and then Buck shows up. And is in front of all the kids at the high school, like fucks and him like, up and, and like takes beats the shit out of, of him. Oh yeah, beats the shit out of him and is just like, fuck you. Anyway, that kind of reminded me when you were like the fuck boy energy. I, I imagine you like rolling up to I pick do, up Amber being like, I do, do, sh- I do show lot? up sometimes and a lot of the, the mothers there are like, I'm one of the younger moms mm-hmm. and everyone there is like very professional and sometimes I'll show up. Well, not sometimes, 99% of the time I'll show up like baggy sweatshirt, like with the hood on, very Justin Bieber, like backwards hat. And I'm just kind of like, hey, what's going on? (laughs) Like, I look at one of the moms and I'm just like, hey, what's up? I think it's another thing you guys is Tara. She ends up like hooking. She's Buck who ends up like hooking up with like a classmate's mom or something like that. I mean, that. I you know kind it's not it's not off the energy. table. It's not off amazing the table. Amazing energy. Um. Well, you want to take a pause anyway. quick before? Yeah. Because hey, we have a lot of Bachelor Nation news to talk okay. about. Holy smokes! And then also want to talk about the Chatty Bros episode a smidgy bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm down. <laughs> before we dive into this, so okay, broads. Here's here's a fact. Talking about okay. my hair, my unique hair, my Listen, hair, my breasts, my hair, my breasts, <laughs> my breasts are unique. Your breasts are as unique and individual as you are. So why on earth do we subject ourselves to just a handful of bra styles in a few sizes and expect them to fit each and every one of our bodies? It just doesn't make any sense. Third Love is mixing up the bra industry by doing everything differently. Literally everything. For starters, they have over 80 sizes to choose from, ranging from uh, double A to I, including half cups and band sizes from 30 to 48. Did you know 
I didn't wear a bra for years and uh, the first bra I bought in years was a third love bra. Really? And I haven't regretted it. Like there are moments where I'm like, I just want to be wearing a bra. It's, they're so comfortable. I And there's no other one I would choose. Do you know what I do often? What? Because they're so comf- comfy. What? I fall asleep in them all the time accidentally because I don't even wow. remember that they're on. That is but an endorsement my breasts, if I've ever heard my one. My breasts don't forget because they are looking lush. Well, look guys. Never again will you have to force yourself to go bra shopping for the first time in years, if you're like me, in a chaotic department store. That's probably why I avoided it for so long. Because mm-hmm. Third Love's entire bra shopping experience is done right from your home computer. To get started... <laughs> Or your phone, I guess. Right from your home computer. <laughs> to get started, you'll take their fitting room quiz, which is basically like having your own personal shopper. And uh, based on questions like breast shape, current fit issues, and breast size, Third Love Fit Stylist will recommend the perfect size and shape to suit you. Over 18 million women have found their perfect bras this way. We are part of that 18 mm-hmm. million, and you could be next. Once I discovered Third Love Bras, they became my go-to every single day. I'm obviously wearing one right now. Uh I would show you if we wouldn't get demonetized. Uh, <laughs> their bras are so comfy, but also so sexy. Basically, they're perfect. I love they have they've got it all. And all of Third Love's bras are made with their signature memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band. Whether you're looking for a bra to lounge in, a bra for every day, or a bra for a sexy occasion, there's plenty to choose from on Third Love. Third Love knows your one true fit is out there. So right now they are offering our listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatting now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 20% off today. Becca, you know, when it comes to springtime, a lot of people think of flowers and warmer weather and long weekends. But for me, every single year, springtime is when my health starts to get um, just less than ideal. It's just kind of what happens to me Mm. in the spring. So prepare yourself in this podcast. I always try (laughs) to start a new year strong. But by April or May, I can feel it. My energy levels are usually starting to get pretty low. Uh, It can start to feel like I'm running on fumes. And that's why I'm looking at the spring months as a time to really focus on my health with care of Mm, the wellness brand that makes it super easy to optimize your health with customized vitamin plans. The experts at care of figure out exactly what your body needs so that you don't have to. All you need to do is take their five minute online quiz so that they can get all the details on your current diet and lifestyle and what specific concerns or goals you have around your health and care of will take your results. They'll create a completely customized regimen just for you. All of the vitamins are made using the best ingredients available, and you'll get insight into exactly what they're recommending, why they're recommending it, and the science behind its effects. Mm -hmm, That is so crucial. I can't even begin to tell you how many vitamins I've picked up from the store, had no idea if they were even what they claimed to be on the bottle. And if I had to guess, I mean, sometimes I would say no. And I went to take my care of quiz, and in just five minutes, I had an entire mapped out plan addressing each concern I had ever, I had had, and ever since I've committed to taking my vitamins packs every day i feel better than ever they're also just so transparent about mm. all their research and the way that they get all their materials and everything they're fantastic for 50 percent off your first care of order go to take care slash chatty 50 and enter code chatty 50 that's take care slash chatty 50 and enter code chatty 50 for 50 percent off your first care of order do you ever say vitamins 
I feel like I always say vitamins and every time I say it, it bothers me that I say (laughs) it. I was like, no, I can't say that because I hate that. (laughs) It's when it comes out of your mouth and I'm embarrassed. Like, and I'm like, ah, and I'll say it. Like, do you need vitamins? (laughs) I'll say it to Evan. I'll be like, can you pass me my vitamins? And every time I say it, I'm like, oof, that was, that was an embarrassing moment for me. (laughs) Be trying to be funny. And it's just cringe. Wow. This comedy is flopping big time. Uh, speaking of Evan, so speaking of comedy flopping, <laughs> oh poor sweet gray. Okay, so broads, I don't know if you've listened to our last the Chatty Bros episode. Um, the the boys answered a bunch of questions that you all had sent sent, and I think they're probably going to do it again in this upcoming episode because you all sent so many great questions. Um, and. There was a response to... I don't know why I think this is so funny right now because it really wasn't that funny. (laughs) But like right now I'm finding it really hilarious. I think that's sometimes what happens when you just feel so exhausted and overwhelmed with something. You're just like, I just have to laugh about it. I don't know. Well, um, the response... to the podcast look basically we were like going about our me and just both listening to the episode we're like great another win for the boys love the boys think they're so great think they're so funny which mm, anyway i'll mostly basically there was a lot of people who were are a decent amount of people who felt pretty disappointed and or hurt on my behalf of the way gray was talking about me in the episode mm-hmm. and i'll i'll like save it for because i know he he like really at first we were both feeling super defensive and then he like really thought about it yeah and like honestly consider it and i was like damn like maybe i do need to like change the way that i like talk about you like in public on my end i feel like i can't say this without seeming like i'm just like yeah it's cool my boyfriend is totally shitty to me <laughs> but it's like i just i don't know it's like i i think that i want to remind people that like the way both Grayston and my personality is, is like what you see is what you get. Like the good, the bad, and the ugly. So it's like the things he said, I know that like he, that he feels some certain ways and it's stuff we've talked about and it's stuff that like, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't, I guess like nothing you said on the episode like really bothered me. There was like one or two things where I was like, hey, that's not fair. And then I explained to him why. And he's like, yeah, that makes sense. It's like, yeah, Grayston is the kind of person who just, word vomit sometimes and which is i find one of the most endearing (laughs) things about him personally because i feel like he's just like he like you said you you guys both say it how it is and i think you know first of all i i have had a few thoughts first like when you're saying that gray you're gonna let him address it obviously um but he is so he is so wired in in a way where he's like which I admire about him is that he's willing to like hear out and then mm. reevaluate, which is a a gift and is very difficult. Um, and the fact that he really like was taking everything so to heart is so admirable to me. Um, from my perspective, when I was listening to the episode, and this is just for the broads, um, <laughs> I actually know your relationship. Mm. And so for me, I was listening to it and I was laughing because it's like, I'll just break this down. T and Tebeka and Gray's <laughs> relationship behind the scenes. <laughs> Let me know if I go too far. Um, you guys both are wired. Like when Becca and Gray are together, there is a major electricity and it's like, you guys just like are best friends mm. and 
also now find out very romantically and <laughs> sensually so. like one No, you know what it was is I had literally just had sex with him before he left <laughs> so and he it was, was like, like the first time in like a week and a half you know he had been all like <laughs> so he was like, been all like oh my god like you never you never desire me you know and then I like had sex with him and he's like favorite thing about her my, her sex drive <laughs> but like the two of you are just like there's like best friend and they love each other so much and it's so apparent and I was telling you and we had talked about this I think somewhat recently too where I'm like I see since because I okay broads I met you mm-hmm. right like we're talking the like meeting the meeting of Becca and I was I met her we hung out once with a group of friends. The next time I hung out with her, I was like, so are you seeing anybody? Are you thinking about going on paradise? And you were like, I just met this guy and I actually just went out on a date with him. And it was gray. Mm -hmm. And that was when I first met you. So then obviously evolution, the evolution. And then, and then, uh, getting pregnant Mm -hmm. and then having Ruth. And I feel like of, of any of the couples that I know, I've haven't seen like, a wilder evolution in positivity. Oh, like, wow. Like, so you guys were always like gracious with each other, mm. but the difference of, okay, I think we're going to try to make this work to like deep love mm. and like partnership is just very like admirable to me. And something that I admire about the two of you so much is the fact that you are super straightforward with each other. Because I know in my relationship with Evan it took a very long time mm. for us to be straightforward with each mm. other. And that would lead to bitterness. It would lead to pent up things and then explosions later. And so, yeah, the way that you guys communicate is you'll just like be super forthright with each other. And I think it's great because it's just, it's real. And you guys don't hold any on to anything. And then when I'll watch you guys, and if you guys disagree with something for a second, you disagree about it. And then like two seconds later, you're like, do you want me to order food for you? And he's like, I'm going to go get the baby. And I was telling Becca too, when there was some of these comments with Gray, I'm like, I literally had just gotten off or like right before they recorded, I had just uh, hung out with you and had him on speakerphone where both of the little ones, he had both of them. They were both having a meltdown Mm -hmm. day and you were supposed to go to someone's birthday and he was like, just do whatever you feel like you need to do mm. to take time for you. And I hear the little ones crying in the background and I'm feeling like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'd be having, I'd be feeling anxious. And you were like, I want to make sure he's okay. And like, just, I don't know. It's just, you guys have a really beautiful relationship. Everyone's relationship looks different. And yes, there yeah. are relationships that are unhealthy and like toxic and abusive. And that's just not our relationship. It's, I mean, it just it's isn't. quite frankly the opposite. And as somebody who has seen friends who who are in those um and walked through that with some friends and like the pain in that and i'm sure that like you know yeah that's obvious it's a sensitive subject obviously for a good reason to many people yes and i think some people were coming from a good place of like yeah. these are like red flags that i see that i yeah. had in like my toxic relationship yes. Um, but with peace and love, no, the thing that hurt me the most or yeah, the thing that was, that's hard and that I've talked about on the podcast with you, Jess, I brought this up the other day and something we've talked about in the podcast, the hardest thing sometimes is about putting it all out there is when people fundamentally misunderstand you or, but the feeling of feeling like someone that you love so much is fundamentally misunderstood is so like 
and when you know what a beautiful person it is too like there were people that were calling him an asshole and a douchebag and i'm just like he is like one of like he he's is like truly the, like he's a the friend to everyone like he's like he's like it's just like it's this precious human except for the just, tsa you know don't get him pissed the off TSA. At the, at the TSA, but no but. he's just he's just has this energy where he's just like you meet him and you're just like big smile gray of like the four of us he'd be the one who'd come and be like hi how are you and he is like oh yeah oh my god he wants to make friends with everyone and he's like ready to go to bat to like yeah. fight for someone to like stand up for people and to stand up for what's right yeah and what you said is so true i tell this to people like all the time i was just telling someone the other day that was commenting something about him and i was like grayson like sometimes he may not seem like he's listening but then like what you'll see which means so much more than words is you'll see him like a day later like doing the like we'll get in a fight and i'll be like you are just not like pulling your weight with this and he'll be like that's not true and you know we'll be in a whole fight and then the next day i'll see him like doing everything yeah. the next weeks months i'll see him doing everything he can to put into action that thing that i said that like hurt me or that i needed him to pick up and like he's just like like that like it, anyone who's friends with grayson he has the most someone's a friend said that this to me the other day and i was like no grayson is the person who has the most friends from a very young age because he is loyal as mm-hmm. fuck to the people that he loves like mm-hmm. he is a ride or die friend partner like dad he's like there to like be there for people and that's just what he does so yeah oh my god the other day when they were recording not this last episode but the one beforehand uh we were talking briefly about something um that as in our business form Mm. format you and i've been talking about and grayson literally was like i was listening to him and evan talk and he's like i just like really want to get like better at it and good at it because i want to make becca like really proud and i was like that's cute. Like he's just that's so cute. He's just he's and the thing is too in their conversations. First of all, these boys aren't used to being on a platform <laughs> and realizing that all these people are listening and like Honey. you know people are gonna have different opinions. The broads are gonna have different opinions, but you know from them, Becca and I have always encouraged them. We're like, you guys be the comic relief at the end of the week. Be vulnerable, get real, have fun, be funny. Don't talk about the serious stuff about the Bachelor. Just have a good time conversation. So I think when they're sitting here too, it's like they're joking around and they have different senses of humor yes. from sometimes some of the listener is just like it happens it's happened with us numerous times where people think we're really we're being serious and we're just we're very much joking and i think the four of us are actually all very sarcastic people Mm -hmm. which can get us in trouble sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i don't know i just i wanted to say something because i I, when i was uh reading through the comments and like you said too i think some of the comments were coming from a place because everybody loves you so much um but as your friend and also a friend of Gray's, but especially watching the two of you together over the past two years, I was getting very defensive mm. because I was just like, that's not true. Mm. Like he's such a good person and he's such a good dad and partner um, that I just wanted to like say that too. before they have their conversation. Yes. I'm sure not this Friday, but Which next just Friday. wait, you guys, Grayson's going to be like, Oh, Rebecca, my queen, <laughs> my star, we my talking. shining flower. We're talking about he's not going to call you back anymore. He's just going to be like, my flower, my treasure. When when Evan's just like, so like, what are the things that bug you about Becca? He'd be like, you mean my treasure, the light of my life, my heart and my soul? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing everything my about queen her sacrifices everything inspires for me. me and i will never be enough for her 
I will only <laughs> try harder and harder throughout every second of every day, every, every fiber of my <laughs> breath. I will protect her and take care of her and be a better man. No, Poor Brides, guy. don't worry. They're not Poor gonna. We, we told them to. We're like, you guys, like, like, don't, you know. And 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 also, so much love for the Brides. There were then so much outpouring of love, being like, no, we love the episode. Oh yeah. And whatever. Also, uh, in case you noticed, Gray deleted his little post thing. There, he he got paranoid about like people from work listening to Chatty Bros. <laughs> just in general. He's, he, Boy, do I know the paranoia of work. I had some some tea that I I don't know if I'll ever reveal on Chatty Broads of maybe a workspace Mm. I was in when we started Chatty Broads and people are like, you're talking about sex this much? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yikes. Yeah, that's another conversation. (laughs) That's another conversation that I don't know if I'll ever ever open up about. But uh, Maybe in our tell-all book. Oh yes, <laughs> the book that's in the works, Broads. Yeah, we need to we need to make a Google Doc for that. But yeah, you know. I'm literally writing down <laughs> just like reminder. No, it's been on my to do list for like weeks now, but it's like I keep putting more things ahead of it, and it's like, like book a Google Doc. Quick reminder: uh, write down outline for book. We'll get there when we get there. We're gonna get but, there. When uh, we get there. But anyway, anyway, yeah, I just wanted to thanks. to say that. And thanks. Much love to the boys and to the Broads, and much yeah, much love to y'all for looking out for me. I appreciate yeah. that you'd go to bat if I was with some piece of shit. But thankfully I'm not. So Thankfully she's not. And if she was, the broads of myself yeah, would, you would be, too. you know. I don't think you would be like, yeah, let's put your your shitty boyfriend on a podcast um, with my husband. I would not be into being like, do you want to have an episode every other week on the Chatty Broads platform? I would not be trusting of that if that was a situation. I'd be quaking. Mm. Also, I saw some comment when, when I didn't, by the way, I didn't know any of this was happening. Yeah, and some people are so sweet and like deleted their comments like after I had commented something. Anyway, everyone was being really nice and gracious after we. Yeah, everyone was being so sweet, and then but I didn't know that any of this was happening until Sweet Gray sent a message to our group chat and was like being like i'm so sorry i'm like what's what is happening i don't understand like did your, t- be honest, did your stomach just drop were you like my oh, stomach fully shit. dropped but, but i was also like what what are you talking about my brain went like d- what could he possibly be talking about like i'm like did you post something yeah. that like has having backlash to it that's like separate All right but i'm like did you find out the login for the chatty broads instagram <laughs> and like post some wild shit on it like i, I this feels unlike you but okay um so I didn't know was that anything was going on. So then I was like scrolling through some of the comments and I saw someone say that people were like, they think that Gray and Evan hate each oh other. My God, I saw that. I loved that theory. Honestly. I know. I was honestly, I was, I, I wanted to, I almost commented, but then Ember was being in an Ember zone. I was having a hard time typing things. Um, but, uh, but I was kind of like, I'm kind of living for like this potentially dramatic twist that like this theory that like, like they can't they have, like, stand a big each blow other up, like blow out fight on we could air. create that we could create that or just like that we're forcing them to do this podcast together for money for cash and that we're forcing them together and they're <laughs> more not even monetized yet <laughs> and it's say, already going down the podcast that has no ads on it and we're forcing them to do it together and they just can't stand each other and um they just like they're each other's worst enemies it made me laugh. I was like, I, you guys, they wanted to do this show and they had to talk back and I ended up letting them do that. They like each other a lot. They were sneaking into the studio. You they guys. were sneaking into the studio and breaking in. <laughs> it was wild. But they hate each other. Yeah. Could you imagine if we actually did that? 
if like they really didn't like each other and we were like that these, would be crazy and we were like we know that you guys don't like each other but we think you guys have good chemistry so you should do a podcast together and like force them to do it and every day they would just that would actually probably be a really good podcast it probably would be it's kind of like a frenemies yeah. vibe where like they didn't like each other and then they could grow they could learn have to learn and grow and force like have to yeah yeah and eventually they'll come together should we each get podcasts with people that we don't like I think that's a great idea. I'm trying to think about like who. I mean, I think we could come up with some ideas that we probably just shouldn't hmm. say on here. <laughs> I, I have some thoughts, but that's for if we ever put a Patreon on. Patreon. I know who you would day. probably pair me with. I'm trying to think of who I would pair you with. Oh, yeah. I know who I'd probably pair you with. I know how with. I'd pair you with. Haley Bieber. That's true. Probably. We'll get into that one day, Rods. One day we'll talk about that. Oh, Lord. That would be rough. That would be hard for me. Yeah. But I don't it know. It would be if, learning and growing. I would be learning and growing, but I don't know if really Haley. Um, Haley is very, uh, like, composed. Mm. And, like, I don't think, like, would maybe let her disdain for me It would show. probably just be, like, a, it would probably be, like, like, a, it would probably be like, like, a truly bad podcast. You? She would just be, like, who are you? I feel like she did know who you were, Okay. It would just probably be a bad podcast because she would just probably not want to talk. It would be a really bad podcast. And also I can go in and out of liking to confront people. And then sometimes mm, I have right. phases where I don't want right. to confront people. Yeah, same. And I feel Depends like the energy. Yeah. And I feel like if she's putting that energy out, I would be I wouldn't want to confront her. And then it would just us be like fake kind of boring. That's what I'm nice saying. It would other. be kind of a bad podcast. I think yours would be good. Are we thinking like the bachelor person that I'm thinking? Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought about that for like two seconds, and I'm like, I bet on the second episode it would just be like we. Would, you guys would probably be amazing. Become really good friends really quickly. It would be like the first the one episode, episode one. It would be kind of a blowout, and then maybe by the second. No, probably episode, not. It would just be like super passive aggressive. I don't know if I would ever have like a blowout. I can't imagine. I really can't imagine myself ever what if having the, a blowout what if the person, on the podcast. What if the person started like started coming at you? in like high intensity upset angry you don't you think that you would stay passive aggressive or do you think that you would match their energy no my adrenaline would start (laughs) surging through my veins and i would get like i would sometimes like i used to oh man i haven't been in this phase in so long that sounded weird like i like was having like a manic episode i used to sort of like right when i like was on the bachelor uh-huh. like women tell all after the final rose going on interviews and stuff after i would kind of like black out and kind of like go into like autopilot mode where i would just start saying crazy shit i would like just kind of because my, my vision would kind of go blurry and i would just kind of like well it's go. interesting that you say that because like right when i met you and you had just finished recording or uh yeah record or uh filming the season and then I saw you like on the women tell all and then on um, my goodness, Boris, for the love um, after the final rose. Uh, and I remember you like you were very ballsy and you were like saying it how it is. And but then when I when you and I started the podcast, you were super non-confrontational. And I was like, I didn't I was trying to like read the situation It's fueled by an audience I think for sure and like fueled by people's reactions and like that kind of thing do you think it was just also so jarring to all of a sudden get thrust with all these eyes on you that then you wanted to like def- like defend certain things or people or yourself or I mean, whatever sure that was definitely part of it but also like sometimes when you say really crazy shit like when you're just like oh like th- I remember I just said something so mean about like Caroline where I was just like 
I would hate to be trapped in an elevator with her. Like I'd probably stab myself before going through with it. Like when you say crazy stuff like that, people are like, oh my God. They react. Like, even like the interviewer is like, holy shit. <laughs> and sometimes I still go into it. Every once in a while, if I'm like really feeling it, like if I'm on, that's why I got to be careful about and going on other people's podcasts. And Lord knows an interviewer is never going to be like, are you sure you want to say that? Well, especially, you know what it is? I, I'm so stupid sometimes where I, if I've never heard of the podcast, I assume <laughs> no one else listens. And then will you not check it out to be like, to gauge it? Or I just am like, eh, no one's going to listen. Like none of, I don't know why. Like my mindset is almost like none of my followers or our listeners are going to listen to it. It's almost like I'm yelling into a void. Yeah. So I just say things that I would never say on our podcast because like, it probably won't get back around. But to I me. also think that's kind of you do have a you have a, a an innocence to your being. Mm-hmm. I feel like that you kind of <laughs> a naivety. One uh, might say no, no. I don't think it's naive. I don't think it's naivety. I don't think it's naivety. I think it's literally kind of this innocence sometimes where you're like, I didn't think anyone would I hear that. Or also, you don't. You also don't think people are going to try to trap you in things. You think oh. I'll listen sometimes, broads. Again, some behind the scenes tea. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll have guests on mm-hmm. and they'll come in here or we're Zooming them. And before the before it starts, you'll be chatting and you'll say something. And I'll be like, are you saying that? Becca, like that's a personal detail that you just revealed. And I think you're just kind of like, we're friends. We're having like an honest moment together. And I think it's a beautiful innocence about that you. Is I, true. I think it makes people feel comfortable right away with you. But sometimes I'm just like, just give that person your address. You said your address almost on this podcast. <laughs> True. No, I, I assume I definitely do not assume that people will try to weaponize information no. against me. No, I do not assume that people are going to yeah try to trap no. me in things or try to take information and spin it. Uh-huh. And I am <laughs> always taken aback. It's because I don't want I, I, I am not someone who's going to do someone dirty. Well, on this podcast, we before we have a guest, we always let the guests know that if there ever was anything that they said that made them feel uncomfortable, we're completely like we will take it out of the podcast. Like I'm not in the business. You're not in the business of like wanting to trap someone in a situation when they regret saying something yeah. on a public platform. Yeah, and some people disagree with that, but to me, I'm kind of like, listen, if you've accepted to come on into oh my, my space, God. like treat and, you with respect. Of course. And it's like if you don't if you're not comfortable with that, even if it's good clickbait for us, mm-hmm. it's like, no, we're gonna take it out. Like I'm not gonna like of course, put you in you that want situation. Someone to treat you that way? No. <laughs> no. But people will do it. <laughs> right. And granted, uh Granted, like when I go off of an interview or something, I just try not to ever think about it again after. I'm like, oh man, I probably said some crazy shit. I don't really want to think about it. And I just try to move on. I kind of I kind of feel you on that a little bit. Like I have only been on a few other podcasts, but I don't post them a lot because all of a sudden I'm like, I'm too nervous. I'm like, did I say something? And if I post about it and people listen, like what if I said something that like I would regret? Because sometimes- I almost always say something. When you're on someone else's podcast too, you're vibing. You also can kind of have nervous energy where you want to be entertaining and you don't want to be a boring guest. So then sometimes you say weird shit. And I'm like, why did I just say that? Like I didn't mean that. Really out there stuff. Like when um, I was on Reality Steve's podcast a long time ago, and I was like, I think Raven is a compl- is full is full of fucking bullshit. I said like a bitch who's full of bullshit. I don't know. I said some like just some shit that was totally like out of pocket. And I was like, oh, I don't really know why I said that. Sometimes 
it I don't it's almost unexplainable yeah I don't really know why I said that no and you're like why do I why did I just say this on somebody's platform it's not like a friend that I can ask to remove like when I called McViall repulsive oh yeah kind of felt that one at the time yeah, I was going to say, still, I feel like, like you felt but that. But now I'm like, do you think I, on Chatty Broads, I would ever call like a Bachelor Nation person repulsive except for Goose? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I think there's every once in a while, Goose is the one you'll hold to. And Ben. And Ben. Sweet Nick. Love We Nick. love you, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the time, you know, actually, mm, yeah, Nick was kind of on par with like Ben and for Yeah. Me. Should we try to get his girlfriend on to tell us secrets about him? I just had that thought. Have you met her yet? No. Why would I, I met her? her? I, I I didn't know. Just hanging with Nick. I mean, I guess that's I mean, not totally weird. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know. You know. Not, but COVID times, we're oh not necessarily gosh. going out together. That's true. But uh, what if we got her in the studio and was like, let's do shots? Oh my gosh, we should definitely try. What if we... I bet he'd come on... Well, no, I was going to say he'd probably want to have his first episode ever with her on his podcast. But oh. I was going to say, like, yeah, it would be fun to get them on both yet. on together and have and have them and ask personal questions. Ooh, and watch their reactions and stuff. Yes. That actually seems- would be good. Like, we could just, like, have a list and read from it and have them be, like, extremely vulgar, <laughs> oh like, God. really just, like, questions that they're not going to want to answer. Make them extremely uncomfortable and film it. I know nothing ab- about her at all. Me but either. all I know is that she reminds me so much of Evan's brother's girlfriend. Oh. So I associate her personality with that. Oh. And my brother, my brother-in-law's girlfriend is like super low key, very like straightforward. So chill that you think. But then you're like, oh, if I say that, is it going to like offend them? And she, but she's like the opposite. OK, I could actually pick up that vibe from her, to be honest. Right. She kind of gives off that energy. I feel like, yes. I like just see little videos of her and I was like, I like this girl. I don't know anything about this girl, but I vibe on her. I also like she has some great tops that I need to get her in the studio to ask her what the brands are. because She doesn't tag them in the posts. We need to become her friend and raid her closet. Why is she already being an influencer and posting links of her fits? I I'd like to know it. She's a, a busy woman uh, being like a nurse or an anesthesiologist or something like that. Some shit. Also, Nick seems so happy. He does. He seems very happy. He does. Cute. Happy for him. Happy for him, too. Um, um, okay, so Bachelor, should we just dive in now since we're talking some Bachelor Nation? Should we talk about some Bachelor Nation news that has been happening <laughs> So there's a lot. I also want to preface this conversation with one thing that I'm really paranoid about right now. Before we went into the studio, I was... I was gathering information on Bennett and Ember was looking through videos of Bennett because she wanted to look at this man that I was watching his videos on. She told me that she didn't like him, which is major shade from Ember. But then also she took my phone and was going through all of his things. (gasps) And I'm so scared that she She was double tapping everything. And I'm so paranoid. So broads, if all of a sudden you see Jessica going on a Bennett liking spree, Mm -hmm. it is because my child... (laughs) Mm-hmm. his double tapping his videos that she says she's not a I'm fan of i'm going to go look at his uh instagram right now just to just peek around because i like to i like to uh like to know what's going on oh my <sighs> god his smile i can't i can't i can't i can't what do you want to talk about the peaches i have a few things about Bennett. please and i the broads they're not gonna like this really probably not okay my horror of all of Bennett's videos and comments. My horror has turned into a borderline obsession 
that now is almost like my cringe pleases me so much. Like my... I'm still scared of him, Jess. So am I. But I also, it's again, it's becoming this kind of like, if you're not on Paradise, I'm actually going to be really disappointed. Like, I'm so scared, but I also, I need him to be on Paradise because I need... We just, I feel like we saw on uh, with Tasha this side of Bennett that was like date Bennett. But I think Paradise, we will see like Bennett who like interacts with everyone and is dating multiple people. And I just feel like it's going to be everything we need in a horrifying way. But I have become to borderline worship him because honestly he's the only one really giving me good content from bachelor okay, nation as will, far as I will in recent fair. days i mean the man is providing he just dropped this video of him uh in a peach colored suit mm-hmm. i don't know at a train mm-hmm. station the airport or something uh uh dancing to justin bieber's latest song peaches where is he yeah i guess I don't, I think it's, I'm not sure. It's a very cool looking place though. (laughs) Very futuristic. Very futuristic. He's got his little AirPods in and he is dancing to Peaches and it is uh, cringy and it is tough to watch. Um, And that is what makes me start to become borderline horrified, but also obsessed. You know, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I get like legit creepy vibes from Bennett. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, same. Like I'm actually like, Oh, I don't. I would be a little bit frightened to go on a date alone with him. I'll be real with you. I I don't know if that's like too much to say about someone I don't know. I'm sure that he's fine. Well, okay. No, actually, I'm taking it from somewhere. The way he kept kissing Tasha without consent. That's true. That's true. Not a huge. Not. A, I'm actually not a fan. <laughs> okay, backtracking. Back. I changed my mind. Um, no, no, no. But you know what I'm saying. He scares me. No, I know. But I'm saying, saying the, content the content. No, no, no. Is, I mean, is everything that I need in the way that like I need my I need my major cringe city, and nobody's giving that to me right now. You know, and also like you know, there's a little bit of playful self awareness that I can never tell is actually if it's actually that's self awareness. That's the borderline. For example, here. um, the one where he's. Uh, saying he needs a new profile picture and one of the options is this photo of him <laughs> with the beagle and it is so like if Bennett doesn't it's just ridiculous if Bennett doesn't run for congress at some point in his life i will be shook shook to the floor actually i'm really disappointed he didn't go with the one with the dog but well so bennett though he's he's providing this content for me um Every time I open my phone, I feel an ashamed level of giddiness awaiting his new reel or post or new comment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It spark it spikes my adrenaline it's, it a little sparks bit. Joy. It does spark joy and also terror. But right. you know, I I'm a huge fan of horror movies. <laughs> I love a horror movie. I love falling asleep to Saw. So what you know what what does that tell you? Yeah. Also, um, my most favorite Bennett moment. It's it's not the peaches. This weekend, it was Kelly Flanagan, his trolling of her continues. Kelly Flanagan posted a beautiful photo of her, like walking in a dress and her hair is flowing. And she posted this on Friday and Bennett commented and he wrote, good Friday indeed. (laughs) 
Okay, so that does feel a little bit like a troll, <laughs> right? Yeah, because, and by the way, her caption didn't have anything to do with it being Good Friday or it being a holiday weekend. It was just a hot photo for her. And so the like, fact that he's a ben Good is, Friday ben indeed. Like making like an innuendo about Jesus being crucified in reference to Kelly. So I'm kind of here for that in a way. No, 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 not that I don't take Good Friday seriously. I'm just saying like, kind of that does it's seem a little, like a troll moment. It feels moment. like a troll moment a little it bit, does. right? And now I'm like, Kelly, is Bennett bothering you? Is he using you as a punchline for his jokes? Does he does he really like you? Or is it is it like when I used to talk is about it is it like how I used to talk about Kenny? Because Kenny was kind of Kenny's a, Kenny's a bit to me. Like I, I am fascinated by Kenny. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not in love with Kenny. But if I wasn't, I'll tell you this: if I was single on all of Kenny's photos, I would like I would troll them in like a hey baby type way because it'd be like I have this bit going with myself that I find funny and maybe he's seeing Bachelor Nation react like this and so he's just like going over the top to get himself some Bachelor clout because let's be real here when you see how much work he puts into these like reels and stuff this man takes his influencer position quite seriously he does and that is where I have respect for him because I'm like at least you're not just posting dumb photos with your dog all the time he's really he's putting an effort into some of these reels they're <laughs> scary as shit he literally I do like clicking on where he says like video cred there he's like partnering with or like collabing with actual videographers to make these reels I mean you see the way that the, the cinematography is quite stunning <laughs> It'll swoosh, it will swoosh behind him and get a great angle, a low angle, a close up, pulled back. It's very dynamic filming. And uh, I, so part of me is like, is Bennett trolling all of us? And does he really not like Kelly? And I was having these thoughts. And then I mean, that's pretty meta. And I would love that. And then he was spotted out on a date in New York City with a certain Kit Keenan a few days ago. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Dumont Are you serious? Spotted it. Which we were joking about Which them as a couple. Which he's not posting anything about. Who he's not posting anything about. So, is he going to go on Paradise and roll in and we're all thinking and this whole time maybe he's been okay, talking to Okay, 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 wait, hold on. But like, I need to know about this from Kit's perspective. Like, Bennett slides in your DMs. Like, would you like to go out for lunch? I'm sorry. I would say no. Well, of course, but you're you. That's true. <laughs> I'm just we like, were, what's going through we, her but head? But we've joked about Kit. I mean, I know we have, but... Like, about how, like, the, the two of them would be hilarious, yeah, like, New real. York society. But, like, maybe, but they then... They seem more like evil brother and sister. What if it's even more meta? What if they're planning a... Secret. A secret paradise... Um, fake, fake romance. Or potential uh hey you and i if we're not finding partners we're sticking together like we're gonna have each other's back to make a thing so we get airtime yes 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 and we're gonna play and we're gonna play like new york high society like she's gonna roll in in a rolls royce and he's gonna roll in in a bentley and then they're gonna fight about their cars and it's gonna be like (laughs) should we get caviar and champagne on this disgusting beach or yeah exactly or they don't they're not even saying stuff like that it's just gonna cut to scenes of it's like where it's gonna be like french music and they'll be like all posed and he'll be feeding her oysters, you yes. know? And she'll be like, ooh, did you just like harvest these <laughs> yes. or catch them, whatever? And he'd be like, just only for you. And people <laughs> will be kind of obsessed with it. Yes. That's, honestly, that is a brilliant 
play if that's the direction they're going. Yeah. Utmost respect for both of them. If that's the direction that they're going, I will be like props to both of you. You guys both want airtime. You know what's going to be good for you. And you know that the people won't hate. And they're going to make comments like, where can we get a Swedish massage around here? <laughs> like that kind of thing. You know. Oh, no. No, no, no. I can see it now. Oh, my God. I can see it now. Yes. They roll up to the bar. No. Okay. Kit gets there first. Kit gets there first. And she's the first person on the beach. And she's like in a dress, uh-huh. even though you're like, yeah. you know, girlfriend. Yeah. It's yeah. the beach. You don't yeah. need to be in a dress. Yeah. She's in a full dress. Yeah. She goes up to the beach and she's about to order. And then Bennett comes in and she doesn't see him walk in and he slides next to her and he goes, two dirty martinis, please. Extra dirty. And she turns around and she'll be like, how did you know that that was my drink? Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're going to have one of those moments. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're going to try to make us fall in love with both of them. And it will be hard for me to resist (laughs) if that's the route they're taking. I'm not going to lie. If they craft something so magical, I will I will continue to have. I mean, I'll just have more extreme feelings of cringe, but also respect. Mm. Well, do you want to talk more about the bachelor couples in a minute and take a quick pause beforehand? Yes, I would like to talk about that. I would also like to talk about as we predict this future relationship, Mm. another relationship that we potentially predicted that I am. Oh, yes. Just feel, I feel, re- mm. I'll, I'll tell you this, Becca. Self-satisfied <laughs> might be so, the word. I feel very, very self-satisfied. In I. fact, I feel like self-satisfied is even too mild a word. Mm. Pure self-orgasmic. Mm. Uh, excel- Excellence? I don't know what you're trying to say. I was going to say like exuding, eg- I don't know, whatever. We'll figure it out. Orgasmic. Orgas- adulation. That's the word. Wow, I don't know that one. I think adulation is like celebration. I don't know. I like Probably that, wrong. Probably wrong I about like that. that. But, you I, know. I like that. The way that word sounds. It's given me orgasmic adulation. Okay. What else has given me orgasmic adulation? Yes. Broads? I would like to take a moment to pause and tell you about one of my daily favorites. It is native natural deodorant. Okay. Native crafts in my humble opinion the best natural deodorant on the market with products you're you've actually heard of like coconut oil and shea butter and broads it actually works like so well i put it on once a day i stay smelling fresh and not wet at all in the pits all day long because of native there are a lot of natural options out there that let's be honest by the time it's 3 p.m and you're midway through an exercise class that natural deodorant is not holding up but oh boy native is different Native deodorant works better than my conventional deodorant ever did, and it doesn't contain any of the irritants or harsh chemicals that you often find in big name brands. Mm -hmm. And the scent options, oh my lord. Native just recently launched a collaboration with Jungalo, and every single one is my favorite. I cannot choose. They've got new options like tangerine plus citrus blossom, sandalwood plus fig, uh, and the one I have on right now that I'm loving is palm leaf and bergamot. I I'm obsessed. It smells like an expensive perfume. It's like subtle but luxurious. Mm. I'm sniffing myself all day. I'm obsessed. Um, And you can even subscribe to Native so you'll never have to worry about running out of deodorant ever again. You know those moments when all of a sudden you have somewhere to go and you're like, oh shit, I don't have any deodorant and you're trying to like splash water under your arms Mm. and panicking? Mm. No, not not with Native. They show up to your door. There's one thing you should always be stocked up with. It's probably deodorant, right? Yeah. 
Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout and get $25 off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout for 25% off your first order. That's a great discount. Great discount. Uh, Broads, I am 100% that mom that takes pictures of every single thing my daughter does, like everything. And I want to be able to have those moments forever and those memories forever. And the problem has always been, though, I take all these pictures and I love them for about three minutes and then they get buried in my photo albums on my phone and I hardly ever look at them again. So maybe I'm off here, but I think the point of taking pictures is to actually look at those pictures. Uh, But FrameBridge is here to make sure you actually get to enjoy all of those beautiful pictures that you take. Ugh, I'm so guilty of that also. I can't help it. But like you said, pictures are meant to be enjoyed, which is exactly what FrameBridge lets you do. Whether you want to frame one single photograph or create an entire gallery wall, FrameBridge does it all that rhymed. All you have to do is go to framebridge.com and upload your photos. And then you can easily preview them in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. And the design team at Framebridge will even offer their free design recommendations if you need some inspiration. Plus, they will also send you like packaging to your door so you can ship original art or posters or whatever straight to them and they'll frame it and send it back to you. Like that is just so convenient. I've, I've done that so many it's times. It's so ideal. You also are a frame bridge queen. I, I feel like every time I go to your house, I see those tubes and I'm like, oh, she's getting some sick art, honey. <laughs> Something's either going out or coming in. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And after you pick your frames, the experts at Framebridge will custom frame your items and deliver them to your front door, ready to hang. And the whole thing will cost you a fraction of what you'd pay at a frame store, um, if you can even believe that. And honestly, framing is really expensive. It's so expensive. And Framebridge has the cutest frames, like, again, a, a fraction of the cost. It's pretty wild. Uh, with these prices starting at just $39 and free shipping, it's never been easier or more affordable to frame your favorite memories. Yeah, it's true. Actually, just recently I had big posters and uh, we went to a couple different frame places to get quotes. Framebridge came uh, at, like, a hundred bucks cheaper than those, which is pretty incredible. They always knock it And it's more convenient too. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyway, get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Just go to framebridge.com and use promo code chatty to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com promo code chatty. All right. So Becca, I would like to pat us on the back. I would like to celebrate us <laughs> would like to have a moment of a cheers um broads we're inserting a quick spoiler alert here because <laughs> i just said it and then realized that it might be a spoiler if you don't if you do not want a spoiler uh, if you alert, don't want to know anything about katie's season if you want to know nothing about katie's season um i'll put a little thing in the episode note saying how long we're talking about this uh but spoiler alert this is involving a contestant on katie's season mm-hmm. not like who not like how far they go or no, anything just no. the fact that they're there that they're there spoiler alert <laughs> broads <laughs> becca and i we knew in our bones i like to think honestly jess and i'm not trying to exaggerate here i, I don't think that we predicted it i think we made it happen i think we spoke it into being too i think that some people listen and i think that they got some ideas i think Someone listens and someone has messaged us, sweet boy, after listening and maybe got some ideas. And I think someone's mom also listens. And maybe one of the producers listens. Maybe one of the producers listens. 
Broads, we are talking about the fact that our obsession, Canada Blake, is taking himself to be on Katie's season. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this. We were like, oh my God, we were so sad that they weren't going to meet in paradise. Well, he he has been spotted filming for Katie's season. (laughs) And again, we don't know anything beyond that. And we're not looking. We don't want any spoilers of how far he goes. We don't want to know any of that. But I kind of do want to know I may look up. I want to see if he gets set home right away. Oh my god! I if that happens, I will like, mourn. I saw some people being like, "What if this is a uh, a Heather situation?" Is, there's definitely a potential that it could be, but I feel like I don't know. I could just see the two of them working. I want it to be so. I want it to be so so bad. I want them to have sex. <laughs> Me too. Like a creepy mom and dad, we are like. <laughs> fucking creeps i want them to be so sexually attracted to them or to each other and i want them to just be just so obsessed and then they just Mm -hmm. have this crazy Mm -hmm. chemistry together and then they they fall in love the attraction leads to love i hope that she says i do not like your beard situation and he shaves it off like a noah moment except it goes longer and farther and um i just i believe in it i believe in it i really do and We've talked about Blake's mother and how she is like uh, has books about empowerment and that she is like a powerful woman and he admires his mother so much. And like Katie is very much that way and very vocal about that. So like I could see that working. (sighs) I want it so badly. Let it be so. And like we uh, Blake sent us a message probably i don't know how long ago but he sent us a message and he what what a doll he was just like hey both of you wait oh my god if you message him back um like again or if i message him back i'll do that we can see when it says seen well yeah so we can spoil it for ourselves when he gets back on Instagram. oh my gosh that's so true yeah oh my god because he definitely hasn't seen it yet because you already messaged him back and I he sent hasn't him seen a message it? and he hasn't seen it. Ooh, keep tabs on that. I'll be texting you every day. Like, has Blake read it yet? Has Blake read it yet? Blake, Blake. Well, he messaged us and he let us know that, you know, a lot of his friends listen and he's listened and he's like, thank you for your, for your kind words. And I was like, I, you're welcome. Most of my words have been um, obsessing over the fact that you have the strangest answers to all of your Q&A and that you like to sell things <laughs> and that you, you drive around with your owl. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, he's he seems like a nice guy and he's very passionate about animals. He talked about a lot of that, a lot, of, a lot about animals in his DMs to us. So he really is passionate about not a farce it's not a not a front i'll just tell you this much when the man was yeah going back and forth in a couple dms which again people do you know like every once in a while like people if we say nice things about them on the show sometimes they'll slide into the dms and and say thank you and it's always nice it's very sweet um again never let it affect us like (laughs) if you show up on katie's season and you're acting like an idiot you know that we're gonna come for you i love you but it's just gonna be how it is uh but yeah Every message back and forth between us has involved his love for animals. That would get annoying to me. But what if Katie loves animals? I could see her being like that. I don't think that she's alluded to that at all. No. But 
maybe that'll be a problem that they have that they're that's kind of like a through. cute quirk though to have where she's like i yeah. don't like animals and he's like i want like 15 pets in our house and he's like just so you know i have 27 animals in my home yeah just so you know when we drive and you're in the passenger seat i'm gonna have buddy the raccoon climbing <laughs> all over you i typically drive with my owl in the front seat uh-huh. and so it's gonna have to perch on you uh-huh. and and you know snowy the owl likes to nuzzle so you're gonna have to get used to cuddling i had a nanny family in newport beach that was their mom was a vet and every once in a while they would have like like they one time they and nursed a pet a squirrel back to health and then it was like their pet and they would they would leave the window open and it would sleep in like so it could go in and out and it would sleep inside like a little bed in a little in a little cage they had but they would like let it go back and forth freely do you know what's so funny is that the old vet that i used to take my dogs mm-hmm. to i used to go to church with them back in the day they had two pet squirrels that they had raised back to health and they slept on the pillow in between them <laughs> bro what is with these people and squirrels that's fucking weird is squirrel are squirrels like do they become uh what is it called like bonded life bonded yeah, do they literally be do they become obsessed with you like a know. crow but one time i got there before the kids got home from school and the squirrel like jumped onto my back <laughs> oh, no. and was the squirrel trying to protect the family you're like an intruder it the shit it's just like yeah and it did that to the cleaning lady once too and when i tell you oh, that no. poor woman was scared out of her goddamn mind squirrels have like a sizable teeth on them too i'd well, be all just like yeah and it feels like a rat is jumping onto your back like imagine the feeling of the weight and the little the little claws grabbing onto your shirt like oh it gives me i do not like that i just i do not I like just that love the idea of you nannying and they're always being this squirrel there that like you don't really have a relationship with but it's always <laughs> kind of looking at you every once in a while like you're taking care of the kids and you'll look up, up and the squirrel's just like looking at you and you're just like <laughs> it looks away, it looks away all quick whenever i look at it <laughs> you make eye contact just like <laughs> it's pretending to eat an acorn or something <laughs> Well, hello there. <laughs> its name is, I think they named it Peanut or something. It's it pretty on the nose. Pretty on the nose. Might want to work on the creative a little bit. <laughs> Back to the drawing board with that one. <laughs> well, Katie better get used to living with a squirrel. And I'm really, Blake, we, we are sending you all, all of our, all of our blessings. I saw a lot of people who are very unhappy. Why? I don't know. A lot of people don't like Blake. And I'm like, we did I didn't it. like him we at first. We did it. We really hated really him. We like roasted him, him a lot. I was like, this lot. guy's weird. We roasted him a lot at first. But I think he's misunderstood. I think he's misunderstood too. We could be wrong. But I think he's misunderstood. I think so too. And I and I just and again his social media presence. I'm sorry. I'm watching all these other boys from recent seasons like living this influencer lifestyle on social media. You know, and like Bennett like trying so hard to become this influencer, and all that fucking Blake does is post about animals and his passion for them. And yeah. I'm like, this guy really loves what he does. And I swear, I, th- I swear, you and I we can pick up on a vibe. We can. Yeah. We can. I just hope that Blake doesn't like try too hard. You know what I could see happening? I, I don't see that happening. What I envision, if anything's to go south, I envision, um, I can just see it in my head. Like I see the visual of the scene where Katie's like, I just need you to like open up and be able to go there with me. And then I can see Blake being like, I'm trying, but I just can't like, I can't just turn it on yeah. for you. Like yeah. that's, I can see that. And like, I can see like, yeah. And I can see it being a situation where like some people are like team Katie and some people are team Blake. 
And it's like not an yeah. extremely black or white clear cut. If there is, if they are to go further in the relationship and there to be like a, something that goes south. I could totally see that for sure. If I they could go see far. it being like kind of like a you're not sure. Some people are like on and his I side. I could also see it lasting one week and him yep. trying like him trying to impress her too much. Like being maybe a little too sticky. Like, you know how he told like he was upset because he had read this book with remember about Claire oh, yeah. uh, with Alzheimer's because of her mom. And he like talked about it. Like what if he goes on to Katie's and he's just like, I read this whole book about I bought sex that vibrator. <laughs> yeah. I bought that vibrator and like, I've really put in a lot I of work out. learning about yeah. sex positivity. Yeah. I personally use the vibrator <laughs> and I just want you to know I've put in a lot. And if she's a little bit like you're coming on a little too strong here. Yeah. Also like, I could see her having like a couple glasses of wine and maybe being like, you're just not like respecting me or something. And him being like, what are you talking about? I, I feel know. like I'm, I, I have this feeling in my Tell gut me. that he, she reminds him of his mom. Oh. And so I could see him bringing up his mom a lot to her. Kind of like Ben Z and his dog. Remember exactly. that? <laughs> The constant dog conversation. And so maybe maybe he's not even going to talk a lot about his animals. Maybe he's going to be constantly bringing up his mom because I think his mom, I could be fully wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure his mom like raised him and he always is posting about his mom's book. And like when she posts a live, he always reposts his mom's so stuff. Cute. And it's so cute. But he maybe he's going to come on and be very much like talking about his mom you a lot. remind me so much of her. She's the kind of woman I'm looking and for. And it might be like either one, how am I supposed to compete with this type vibes? And or that's just too like, weird. Too weird. <laughs> or too weird. I don't know. Okay, speaking of former contestants, I just brought up Benzi. Yeah. Let's talk about um, who might be making an appearance on Paradise. <laughs> okay, so there's like an article with like an inside source saying that a lot of former contestants are like getting asked to come on and apparently a lot of people are refusing. That's what it says. I don't know if I believe this article. I will say I was feeling similar vibes to okay. you. Okay. Um, I feel two ways because one numerous of specifically the contestants of color have come out and said like they don't they don't they're not going to feel comfortable if Chris Harrison okay. hosts. So there's that piece. But then that article the sources were it was a very vague and sources were thrown around a lot and there was a lot of very definitive statements that were made that there was like no is like, Lauren Zima at it again. <laughs> what if Lor oh my god like such a weird sunlight on my face look oh yeah anyway it's actually kind of romantic <laughs> what if Lauren Zima is trying to bury a the Bachelor franchise because I will tell you this the article did not make it look good for for <gasps> You're ABC. Right. Oh my god! It said oh my god! It said like a lot of contestants don't like the direction that the franchise is heading. But I think that was like some of the exact words. What I too. was specifically like like I would I read it at first and I was so heated, Becca, because the the article also said that the production is not wanting anyone from Matt's season. And it made it sound like production is like, I'm not even, they're not even interested. It didn't even, the, the, the article didn't include that the contestants weren't comfortable with Chris Harrison. The article was just saying that ABC wasn't interested. 
in any of Matt's players. Oh my God. What if this actually is Lauren Zima? Like that does not seem out of the question. Or it's just Chris Harrison. Or Chris Harrison. He's just the source. He's just like calling up heavy.com. I think it was on his friend. He's like using a voice distortion thing. (laughs) But it it was a very like, and again, maybe it's totally true. And then fuck production if that's the case. But like that seems I read it and I was like, this seems weird to me. We also have to remember the planted articles that arose during Tasha season where it was like, are we going to have three bachelorettes? Very true. And how they specific they were releasing certain photos of like certain people showing up. I, you know, Becca, the Lauren Zima thing. Now that's, I'm just, I'm convinced that's what it was. I'm convinced it, it was like, Lauren Zima. I'm sorry, it low key makes sense. And it would help to sort of like build the case against the franchise that I believe Chris Harrison's new attorney. I mean, and maybe it is true, like you said. Who knows? Like maybe I don't it's know. both. Maybe Lauren Zima is saying it and maybe it is true. Maybe it's true. Oh my God. Again, like you said, this is going to go up in flames. But, but the article included <laughs> some names, a couple names. So, the article and in a different article, by the way, I had seen like confirmed for Bachelor in Paradise. Again, I don't know. Is this a spoiler? Maybe I if don't you don't want to know. I don't think anything's actually confirmed unless it's like maybe reality. Steve has some insider info. The, um, I forget where I what I article I read. It on. I All really right. don't. Well, if you don't want to know who's going to be on Paradise, potentially skip ahead some 30 just, seconds or probably we'll probably be talking about this for the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Our theories. But turn it off <laughs> turn it off baby <laughs> um but i've read that like confirmed for paradise uh in a different article is dr joe noah um spencer chasen okay that all makes sense so that makes sense to me which also i'm like just i'm i'm dying at this uh, like if the article, if the other article is true and they're not interested in the production, are you feeling an earthquake right now? No. Okay. <laughs> Your hand up is scaring me because no. there's been f- literally 500 no, ar- know, earthquakes I today. And I wasn't in- there this morning, but my group chat was blow- blowing up and woke me up. Yeah. There's been, there's been like literally 200 earthquakes today in Los Angeles and Long Beach. Okay. The big one's coming. I know. Okay. I hope you brought Do you have your kit yet? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got my kit. Uh, I don't have anything. I keep saying I'm going to do a kit. I've been saying that the past two and a half years. <sighs> it's time to get your kit on. Okay. No, what I was going to say before I forget it, I'm sorry for interrupting you, no, but please, I just had a please, theory. please, please, please. Give me your theories. What if what we put into existence with Katie and Blake, what if they had already been DMing, like thinking that they were both going to be on Paradise? And so what if this is a Nick Vial and Caitlin Bristow situation where he's coming on late and they've been talking beforehand? Oh, my God. I hope so. Oh, my God. I hope so. That seems real. Like it could be a possibility. Yeah. And they have been flirting and talking and writing love letters to each other. I could definitely see that being the case. Doesn't she seem like a bit of a rule follower though? Yes and no. Like I could see her being a rule follower in the way of like, oh, I'm, I shouldn't be. She's actually, she's also though been pretty vocal about the franchise. Right. And right, right. But I could her, still see her like Following yeah, following rules. like the the technical rules right. of like don't don't that's what I canoodle mean beforehand. Right. Oh no, maybe she really didn't think that she was going to be the Bachelorette, and so well, she did say, "I think I think she didn't have any inkling." Like she was like, "That's news to me." Like I really think she had no idea. Maybe 
she they just started talking because she was like, I'm not going to be the bachelorette. And so they just started flirting. There's no rules against flirting in the DMs. No. That's okay, so a anyway, great theory. Back to what you were saying. Oh, um, no, I was just thinking like with um, the idea, by the way, of like Chasen and Spencer and those guys. And then that article, the heavy.com article saying that um, production isn't interested in uh girls from girls from math season and also um you know it may it, th- this this article definitely alluding to the fact that like they're not super concerned about making sure that this uh season it's is diverse. full of diversity oh, the fact that like chasen and spencer it's laughable to me like mm-hmm. the two like the bras from San Diego and irrelevant too. Yeah, exactly. Like they were like I get that they're going to have Chase on because I would assume that maybe they'd have Ed on and they'd have like a showdown but Spencer and then they're throwing around some past contestants. Uh, yes. So the names that were in the article were Blake H. Blake H. who said a lot of shit about this franchise so that was kind of surprising to me. But it's that they're wanting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Blake H, Tia, and Becca K. Which I can see the two of them. Can you on. imagine if we get a... Whoa. Cut out for a second. If we get a paradise uh, season that is like... Has like alum that's like famous alum. Like ex-bachelorette alum. If Blake goes back on... Oh my god! Like it's gonna be. I could see Blake going back on. I could see it too. I could see Tia go back on. I, maybe Becca would go on because, like you know, Tia and her are close. I have some theories right now. So after reading that article, yeah, and they said, and again, a previous article had brought about had talked about Noah, uh, Noah, Ivan, Doctor Joe. I think Ivan, maybe not Ivan, no, but for sure, Doctor Joe, Noah, uh, Spencer, and Chasen. And then this other article brought up Blake. All I could think about was this past week, Blake had a DJ set in Nashville and Spencer, Chasen, Noah, Ivan, um, I believe Dr. Joe, maybe not. He is, no, Dr. Joe was in New York, probably being a doctor. Um, and Chris Randone went to Blake's DJ set. Uh-huh. Also there, Victoria Fuller. Uh-huh. Kelsey. Uh-huh. This is Bachelor in Paradise. Uh-huh. They're all hanging out. And part of me thinks, is this intentional? Is the franchise kind of because la- because they know they're all in each other's DMs, do they want it to be Where Blake everyone knows times each other? 10? Yeah. Are they gonna experiment with that in the season? So the fact that Blake is hanging out with Spencer, Chasen, um, uh, Noah. And then I told you I had the theory about Chris Randone going on Bachelor in Paradise. So now Chris is there with Blake. The yeah, fact that Blake's hanging out with them. Chris Randone was in the same room as who was Tammy. It? Tammy and Tammy. Sarah. Oh, Sarah Coffin too. Who Sarah Coffin was kind of this. Remember she got kicked off so early on Pete's season. Yes. Kind of was the sweetheart that everyone was like, we wanted to get to know more of her. And there were theories about her going on Bachelor in Paradise. Who was she? She was like, she's... Uh, very cute very pretty little very one pretty, right very tiny very yeah, petite yeah. uh and you know sweet got kicked off right away you and i were like she got kicked off right away and um 
was donating her all of her dresses that she had had on the show. God, I don't remember this person. I'll look her up. But anyway. Or not donating, excuse me. She was literally putting them on because she didn't want to waste them. Putting them That's on so IG sweet. and saying, whoever messages me first, I'll send you the dress. Mm. Um, but they're hanging person. out. Kaufman, you said? Coffin. Coffin. With the C. Mm-hmm. C-O-F-F-I-N, I believe. Mm. Anyway. Um, so they all hang out. Don't recognize it. So girl. I think now after seeing that. She has a lot of, like, she gets high engagement. Yeah, the people love her. Interesting. So she's gonna have a love story with someone. Oh yeah, big time. And she hangs out with all she hangs out with all the San Diego boys. So either there's been a hookup central going there, or they're all friends, and she's gonna connect maybe one of the New York boys or whatever. Mm, Or all the San Diego boys are friends with her, as far as she knows, and they're all friends with her. Waiting to pounce. (laughs) I wonder. I could see Blake having his eyes on her. Of course. Also, there was just a a video on Kelsey's phone. She's with Victoria Fuller in the back of a Uber and they're like singing together. And then she switches the camera over and shows Blake and she films and Blake's looking at some girl on Instagram and he goes, oh shit, you guys. And he flicks off of it and he laughs because they're filming him and they, they post it. And I didn't recognize the girl, but it's a girl with dark hair. That's all I could, I could really tell. But he was scoping someone on Instagram <laughs> and freaked out and they were like, they filmed him that is so funny yeah so i mean victoria come on blake victoria fuller kelsey all these kids and then simultaneously becca and tr hanging out for her birthday yeah natasha's with them i bet they'll pull natasha on from peak yeah. season and she's also now uh is part of clickbait which is like oh bachelor. she's in mexico with them too yeah she was in mexico and so she like She's on clickbait, so they're going to have probably her on because she's Bachelor Nation podcast. Um, And then in New York, at the same time, while there's all these Bachelor Nation people hanging out in Nashville and then Becca's birthday in Mexico, all of the men, for the most part, all of the men from Claire slash Tasha season got together this weekend. And when I say all, I'm literally saying like 15 of them, including Dale Moss. Oh my God. Joined by a Peter Weber. Because Pete can't say no to a good time <laughs> with no the boys. As this is happening, the women from Matt's season are in New York. Piper goes to New York and stay, is staying with Abigail, Chelsea, Kit, uh, Ileana, who was, I guess, in one episode. This makes me get serious FOMO that I was in a relationship and then pregnant. Uh, I know. Can you believe? I wasn't on the show and I was like, does anybody want to hang out? <laughs> Can we start an LA one? Because they're partying in San Diego and Nashville. Meanwhile, Matt and Tyler are on vacation. Oh, I guess it's spring break. That's why everyone, I'm like, why is everyone oh, yeah. doing this the past week? It's spring break. They're doing their own thing, though, in Miami. But these New Yorkers... Honestly, blessings. It's blessings. But these New York... They're all of, all of uh, Tasha's guys and then all of Matt's women are hanging out. So we have, like, bi-coastal kind of, bi-coastal situations wow. going on with all of these people who I believe are going to be on Bachelor in Paradise. Like, so many of them. I'm already exhausted <laughs> thinking so about it. Of all the connections that are going to happen. And if they bring in, like, OG players... Wow. And Crystal's Glitter Baby was born. And Crystal's Crystal's Glitter Baby was born. Congratulations. That's probably why Chris went. He was needing a distraction. Because it felt like a death. 
Correct. But congratulations to Crystal. Yeah. She's a really pretty baby. She she was a beautiful, glowing mama. Yeah. But anywho. Yeah. I, it's going to be... It's going to be hectic. It's going to be wild. And I, <sighs> I, I, I simultaneously dread it. And I'm also super hyped for it. Just I'm because... I'm to see who is into who. Like, that's always fun. And also, by the way, Blake H. went on a live. Or no, excuse me. He was answering like a bunch of questions. And he was started... People were like, are people hooking up? From back from the recent seasons of Bachelor Nation, and he answered answered the question and was cracking up. And he goes, "Oh my god!" He's like, "You think my?" He's like, "You think our season of Bachelor in Paradise was bad?" He's like, "Everybody's having sex." <laughs> the man cannot help but spill the tea. I love Blake spilling the tea, and in fact, I didn't realize how much we need him on this season of Bachelor in Paradise to kind of be like the Godfather yes. who tells us all the tales yes. of behind the scenes, and also can be like the wise sage where they come to him and they're like, "I just Blake, I feel like I'm losing my shit," and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, young uh, one, <laughs> I believe deeply that he will not find someone to be with, and he maybe he'll be the bartender." Maybe he'll replace Wells. Wells is old news. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he'll replace Wells. Wells is irrelevant. We don't need him as a bartender anymore. I know a lot of people are going to get mad about that, but I'm like over it. I don't think he has much to offer anymore. I (laughs) really... They didn't show him at all in the last season. They didn't I, show one single moment with I, him. You know me. I love Wells, but I do agree with you that I think it's time for a fresh time face. For someone new. And I think Blake would be a really good bartender. Oh, we would get some good scenes. We'd he get would be getting people scenes. liquored up and they would be spilling it and he would be therapizing. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought in a Demi either to be a bartender. Oh, yeah. Demi would be you a great what, bartender. I, I don't think Blake, clearly with him scrolling the gram, I don't think he can help but uh, not be on the market. Maybe he'll show up as the bartender and after one episode, he'll, he'll, he'll talk to Chris and he'll, he'll be like, listen, call, can we call in Wells? Can we call in Wells or be like, my girl Demi's going to show up and then Demi will cruise in. I actually be don't like, know if Wells would say yes again because I know that um, Sarah Highland was like, I remember her tweeting like, he left me for like a month and she, he didn't get any, any airtime. Like, this is bullshit. Oh, yeah. Don't upset her. That's, ho- <laughs> that's Hollywood royalty right there. Come on. That's a that's a real A-lister. <laughs> that's a real A-lister right there. She's got that modern family money. That oh, modern man. family money is real intense. Oh, man. But I think that's maybe what's going to happen. I have a lot of theories about this and I'm very I am very excited. And I I do think that there's going to be numerous OG players that are thrown into the mix. And I really do think Peter's going to come. Mm. Wow. I don't think he can say no, like you said. And like, why wouldn't they want him back? Because as much as everyone's going to be like, fuck this, everyone's going to tune in. Becca, mm-hmm. I was looking at the ratings. Peter's season was insane. The ratings were like crazy during Peter's season and the viewership and mm-hmm. everyone was hating on it. But everyone wanted to tune in because it was such a nightmare. The ratings were crazy. They were crazy like, during Pete's charts. season. That's what, I was talking about that with a friend yesterday. Like, the fact that Maddie got 1.8 million followers from that. Wild. And like the most followers is I think Rachel who has 500 and something from that season. It's it's wild that the the rating like the like the difference in ratings compared to Colton and, and Matt's like it's I feel like especially I think the finale the last like two or three episodes were exponentially higher yeah. on Pete's season. And again 
as everyone was complaining and we were all like, we hate this, but everyone wanted to keep it was watching. St- I mean, it was exponentially better than Matt's season. It was very wild. The drama was yeah. so much better. Like, yeah, you were more just... invested into the drama. And I... And you uh, knew the women, as we've said a bazillion times, you knew the women better. You knew the women better. Uh, and, and honestly, like Pete, he, like you said, he's not, he will not be able to say no to a no. good time. And if they offer that to him, maybe... What bar- if it's just like a mess like the whole time? What if he's just like a drunken mess? I he's like embarrassing himself. I can like, only ask for that. Honestly. So what if what if Barb and uh Peter Sr. are the bartenders? <laughs> Here's my question. Do you think they will have Rachel on Paradise? No. I don't think that they would. There's and plenty I think, of other people to have on. And I, feel and like I think it would messing. be, and if I, and I will say if they do offer it to her, I, I hope for her that she turns it down. Honestly. And, and uses, you know, this time to like continue like her growth and not, I think also to, I mean, let's be real. If she does take it, I think it will make a lot of people question yeah her sincerity mm. in wanting to grow and be like, Oh, you're, you know, you said you were in love with Matt and you were trying. And now you're, I, I think it, I think it'd just be a nightmare, but I do think if she goes on that there will be a list or a line of men out the door trying to date her, but the guys will probably be nervous about it because of the backlash from, well, I think actually a lot of people were like very pro Rachel. Mm. Um, right, right, right. Probably like the the majority of people were very like pro her and like well, when, and I even and know when girls- she was saying like like please stop justifying my actions and like you know whatever and she was having to like tell people like please don't do this like what I did was wrong and what I participated. Well, and I know in a lot of girls wrong. from the season were friends with her too. Mm-hmm. But I think there'd be a line of guys, and when I say a line, I'm specifically in my brain. I'm picturing Chase chasing. <laughs> Spencer and Chris Randone just in a three line. Maybe Noah. Add Noah to that. Just being like. Add Bennett please. maybe too. I just, I don't picture Bennett with a, uh, I picture Bennett with a New Yorker, I think. He's not into the Southern Belle type. I think he's a city boy. He wants oh either Chicago. God. <laughs> or New York. I or, what, or what his preference would be. London. Or Perry. The London look. Yeah. Yeah. He would want someone from the city. Some a European from someone the city. he can wear like a a good old trench coat with or some shit. I don't yes, know. a woman who um can wear a scarf with him. Who loves to wear a scarf? Maybe enjoys an occasional cheeky cigarette. <laughs> While reading Keats. <laughs> While reading Keats. All right. Anyway, anywho, broads, um, please tune in Thursday. By the way, Thursday's episode is going to be a banger, y'all. Yes, uh, Thursday's episode is with a friend of yours, and you will fall in love with her. It's fantastic. She's talking about her personal um, experience being a interracial adoptee, um, being Asian, being uh, a survivor of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um and just getting like, she just gets so like honest and vulnerable about her experience and her journey into unpacking her internalized racism. And- she was like so unbelievably gracious to share her specifically a lot of the um, the survivor pieces and the internalized racism. And, and her, yeah. just her journey. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great episode. Also, I know I had said on uh, the Chatty Broads Instagram earlier that we were going to have 
uh, a awesome, special guest, an awesome guest, uh, which is on Thursday, your friend Kaylee that we're talking about. And then I said that we were going to have a controversial guest oh, yeah. this week. Don't worry, we're still having this controversial guest on. It's we're just, recording. It's just going to we're recording. Next week. It's just getting released on Tuesday, I believe, of next week. So don't worry, it's coming. I'm very excited for and that it is conversation. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Can you what do they call him? 65? What do they call him? 45. 45? <laughs> Bruh! What do, what do they call him? 78? 87? I forget how old he is. Uh, can you imagine? Holy shit. Okay, anyway. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's not Donald Trump. It's not Donald, it's not Trump. Donald Trump. It is... Chris Harrison! <laughs> okay, it's not Donald Trump. It's actually um, Prince William and Kate. Oh my god, can you... <laughs> you're, you're... Okay, I'm done now. Uh, I was going to say, anyway, we're having a guest next really week. <laughs> we're going to have a guest next week. It's going to be great. Tune in to Thursday's episode and chat soon, broads. <laughs> chat soon, broads.